When it comes to oil prices, most speculation has been how low can it go? One man bucking the trend and forecasting prices to rise to $50 by the fourth quarter of 2016 is energy analyst Gaurav Sharma. Well, Gaurav, oil prices, they ended at 36% lower in 2015. 2016, we have so much uncertainty, market woes. So why are you forecasting a bullish return by the end of the year? I would say predicting that oil price would be at 50 is, is not terribly bullish. If you look at the market fundamentals as they stand, they have not materially altered from the last six months. We have known for a long time that the Chinese economy is going for a correction. The US is piggybacking more and more on domestic production and importing less and less from the likes of Nigeria and Angola. So what I'm predicting is that for the next six months, there'll be a complete market melee. We'll see a fair bit of rebalancing. There'll be a whole lot of folks who will be in a whole lot of trouble. We will see swings and froze. We might even see oil fall to $20. But the price level that we are currently at, it's unsustainable for a whole lot of non-OPEC players and possibly five or six OPEC nations as well. Supply correction has to happen. There is no way out of that. There's a lot of oil coming onto the market, but it's coming onto the market because there's no way for that oil to go. Once supply correction kicks in, we'll have a price correction. So you see OPEC cutting production then? I don't see that happening either because the the dynamic within OPEC is, is mighty confused. There's a whole lot of politics. The Saudis and the Iranians don't get along. Now, prior to the sanctions being lifted on Iran, Iran was actually in favor of sort of cutting productions to support the price. Let's get the price up to say at least $60. Now, Iran's considerations have changed. It wants to monetize its oil, bring more oil onto the market. So it might not necessarily have joined the Saudi camp in favor of keeping production where it is, but it's certainly saying, you know what, we need to monetize our barrels too. You import that dynamic to the 12 members sitting on the table and 13 now that Indonesia net importer has been allowed back in. We see all of them sitting on the table and the likes of Nigeria and Venezuela saying we need to cut production. The Saudis and the Iranians think why should they subsidize non-OPEC production? In fact, the Saudi oil minister Ali Anemi has been on record saying if we cut our production, all that will happen is that it will keep some of the unprofitable plays, i.e. Uh, some of the non-OPEC plays, in the market. But the low oil prices must be having a huge impact on the oil industry as a whole anyway, so how is it impacting it? I would give uh, give a whole lot of compliments to, to the BP boss, Bob Dudley. He was the first one out of the blocks all the way back a couple of years ago saying BP is preparing for an average price of $60 for the next three fiscal years, all the way from 2015 through to 2018. All of the CEOs of the Big 20 have somehow come out and say we are preparing for an era of low prices. So the better prepared will probably weather the storm better. At the last downturn that we had in 0809, a lot of people let go of their talent and then found out two years later that they had to hire them back at a premium. Will we see a similar situation? It's a confused picture. A lot of Canadian companies are holding on to their talent base. Some companies like BP, Schlumberger, they're, they're sort of letting go of people in a very strategic manner. Technological investment, it is not on song at all. Based on the empirical and the anecdotal evidence that, that I have as an analyst, investments are going forward, but not at the, at the sort of pace that some of the private sector enterprises did in 2012. Well, everyone seems to be suffering from the low oil price, and there has been a lot of unease about OPEC's handling of the situation. I know that Italy's head of ENI has been very vocal about this, shall we say. What do you make of its handling of the situation? In my opinion, OPEC right now has a, has a credibility problem. When we first started, or rather the global market started noticing this, this widespread US shale bonanza, as we now liberally call it, OPEC's response was first to ignore it, then it started 
looking at the shale revolution and say, well, you know what, U.S. barrels will not be loaded because of legislative impediments, the U.S. will not be exporting. Now it can. By the time it responded, its only response was, let's drive these guys out of the market. Let's just keep our production where it is. Last June, they gave everybody a free license, just produce whatever you want. There is, is there such a thing as OPEC quota? We haven't had one for a while. Allegedly, 30 million barrels per day, but market data suggests it's somewhere around 32.1 million barrels per day. Second thing is, I don't think they could have done an awful lot. A lot of people keep using this expression over that OPEC is a toothless tiger. Agreed, but it is a tiger nonetheless. It still has a third of the market. It still has about 42% of global production. And it has a huge client base in Asia, which is where the direction of the oil market is, which is what the consumption patterns tell us. They've got the Chinese as huge clients. They've got the South Koreans, they've got the Japanese, they've got the Indians. Four of the big five, the fifth of course the United States, which is not turning to global markets as much. OPEC is still a major player. If OPEC were to cut production around 2.5 million barrels per day, that is the kind of magnitude you're looking at if you want to make a market impact. Let's say OPEC proceeds with a cut. There is a price support of somewhere in the region about seven to ten dollars. That'll still not bring the price back up to the levels the likes of Nigeria and Venezuela and Ecuador crave. All it would help would be the very shale guys that OPEC wants to knock off their patch. It's a damned if you don't and a damned if you do.